Hello and welcome to the Amateur Skeptics Podcast number 179. Joining me this evening, Mad Cat. Howdy, howdy, and how are you doing today? And re-emerging to our podcast, Ian. Hello. Oh. Okay, he it looks like he kind of kind of sighed and groaned and cut out. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, we have the dumbass himself. Uh, hold on, I'm getting a call. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to answer it. Uh, I've got to do a load of laundry now, too, guys. Okay, hold on a second. <laughs> Someone's having a bit too much fun. <laughs> Just remember which pocket is best. Oh, that's awesome. Well, we got, we've got all sorts of fun tonight. We've got masturbation, as always. Uh, and, and vibrators, of course, we're gonna we're gonna be playing with vibrators. Clearly, obviously, that's the thing. We're gonna be talking about Bill Nye. We've got some other stuff with psychics, uh, and we and also atheists are uncool, which we already knew we were uncool. So, I mean, I don't think there's a story there, but we're gonna talk about it anyway. Ah, oh, shucks, guys, I want to be part of the cool club. <laughs> How is everybody doing? Good, doing pretty good. Still surviving. Yeah. So anything that we need to mention before we move on here? Anything going on that we need to talk about? No. No? Okay. Well. Not really. Let's get into some masturbation. Let's masturbate. Well, I, actually, Woo-hoo. the way that I like to introduce this segment now is, Mad Cat, do you know what time it is? It is masturbation time. <laughs> <laughs> The Amateur Skeptics present Ian's Masturbation Moment, brought to you by the Dumbass Media Empire. The Dumbass Media Empire, bringing you content that touches people while they touch themselves. So, we have, we're starting out with four real live masturbation stories. Okay. You know, it says that will make you cringe, but I, I, I found it more amusing than um, fun than cringeworthy. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I, I started to cringe at the first one and I stopped it, but then I listened to, uh, to that one through and I'm like, oh, that's not as bad as I was thinking it was going to be. Yeah, I, I think. I remember. Oh, I'm sorry. Started, you know, I hate autoplay. Have I, have I mentioned yeah. that before? Yeah, same thing just happened to me when I clicked on the link. <laughs> so the video is, is four women talking about really the first time they understood masturbation. Um, or early masturbation stories. Uh, all of them are, are kind of awkward in um, aspects, which is to be expected. Um, but the other, they're using in you know part of life. One of them, um, she's at her friend's house and she's learning um, about uh, tampons. And her friend talks about rubbing up against the pillow. It's pillow or blanket? Pillow. It's a up- pillow. Yeah, how, how to you know if you rub up against a pillow this way, and I was like, oh, I'll try it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, pillow humping videos, awesome. Oh, <laughs> uh, you have one lady who um, had been masturbating for a while and didn't realize it until she was on a plane where she had actually apparently just masturbated and was reading an article that talked about masturbation, and she suddenly became kind of embarrassed by. Oh my god, I've been doing that? That's something I'm not supposed to do in front of I think, people? I think that's the same lady. Is it? Yeah, I, I think I, so. Yeah, I don't know. I thought that story was awesome because here's the thing is that what's unfortunate about it is that she she didn't feel any shame about it until she realized what she was doing and then the shame kicks in. Yeah. Right? And that that's the problem with the whole story is not that she was masturbating because it's that she felt shame about it later. That's the, that's the piece to me that, that was the most like, yeah, that, that, that sucks. It's the, it's the kind of thing, uh, I mean not so much shame but she realized that she'd been doing it in public and stuff and it's like oh my god i shouldn't have been doing this in public but why not i mean nobody knew right that's the best yeah. that is awesome that she was able to do that in public and nobody knew doing that on a plane like that <laughs> there's nothing better to do on a plane ride that's i've been on plane yeah. rides there's no i mean masturbating yeah. on plane rides if you could but, do that but, that stealthily oh <laughs> yeah Stealthful, very stealthy. but she I suppose if she had known, she might have put more effort into doing it stealthily because it's possible that somebody noticed and just, you know, <laughs> ignored it. And, uh, and, and well, at that point, it might become contagious. Come on, yeah. fly the friendly skies. <laughs> fly the friendly skies instead of the unfriendly <laughs> instead ones. Of the unfriendly. <laughs> It would make the airplane trips much more relaxing. <laughs> well, not according to my Pollute Your Mind article. 
Uh, so like, having... as well as as well as uh, headphones, uh, they should be handing out you know vibrators you can plug into the seat rest. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, well, why do, why don't they just build them in? There you go. Because that would probably be a uh, risk of contamination and such. <laughs> yeah, Vibrators off. Like Seats fun. come up to an upright position for landing, please. Then <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, another one of the stories was um, they should go over to their friends for a sleepover, I guess. And all the fr- and they just said, okay, masturbation time. They'd all get into their sleeping bags and um, work themselves up. And she said that none of them, uh, she was pretty sure none of her friends actually knew what they were doing. So all the noises you heard were fake. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> so basically, uh, you have a bedroom, a bedroom Ooh, full of, uh, of t- teenage girls, um, you know, prepubescent probably even some of them, who are busy trying to um, pretend like they're being sexual. <laughs> that itself could be quite amusing too. Here, I, I guess. I guess watching's a bit impolite, but listening that would be probably an interesting audio. You know, I've I've always felt like it was a private thing to do when uh you know, even when I first learned about it and, and all this stuff. I I don't understand the people who decide they want to do it uh, together, like people who do like circle jerks or whatever like that. I haven't tried that. <laughs> it's like <laughs> how, how do you get together with a bunch of friends and say, hey, yeah, um, let's uh let's do this together. Well, that's why Jägermeister was invented. <laughs> <laughs> but this one sounded more like, like to me they were trying to be more adult you know oh we know how to get ourselves off so let's masturbate like the big girls do. that's awesome so yeah we're all you know nice grown up girls because we get ourselves off <laughs> and they don't have any guys there so there's no playing spin the bottle nope oh well, I, nope, I suppose just... it's the end of that <laughs> <laughs> alright what else you got there's four stories here Ian you've only yeah, I've only, it's only two I've listened to it like three or four times, and they're not bullshit. You've listened to it like fifty times. Admit it. (laughs) (laughs) That is a specialty. (laughs) You know what? Let's leave it a mystery. You guys want to know the other stories? Check out, watch the video yourselves. Enjoy. All right, fair enough. My story. So, so actually, this site that I found this from is is pretty interesting. I found this site when I was um uh, when I was actually looking at the uh, the the stuff for the next story, but it's Agents of Aisha I S H Q, and it's a Indian site. And so they have a podcast. Since I was looking around on it, and the 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 one that I put up here, and because it goes along with it with the rest of your theme, is called My First Vibrator, and it's a a short eight minute podcast. No, three minutes. I'm sorry. It's a three-minute podcast. I just listened to it many more times. I thought it was eight minutes. <laughs> so this girl is talking about how she hated to do chores, right? And apparently, I think they were waiting for the mailman or somebody, and he usually he was always late, so he, uh, she, she bet her mother that, you know, that he would be late, and if he wasn't, she was going to do all these chores, and that's the day he decided to come on time. So she did all the chores, and... By the time she put the laundry in to, to the washer, she was extremely tired. So she got the washer going, and then she just sat on it. And apparently, there was enough of a vibration that she uh, that she had an orgasm from that. And so, so that was when she she realized that uh, that the washer would make her, um, you know, that she was able to that it had enough vibration to get her off. And so yeah. she started using regularly. She says she doesn't do it anymore, but that was her first vibrator was the washing machine. Well, you know. Um... Yeah, uh, I noticed something uh, about this. I'm uh, half Indian, uh, for those of you who don't know. Um, so, like, uh, I visited East India. East Indian, couple... not uh, North American, then you do? Well, yeah, that's the kind of Indian we're talking about from this site here. <laughs> that's true. I, I didn't clarify that. I apologize. I, mean, I don't think people generally use Indians for Native Americans so much anymore. Not anymore, no. It's considered Ooh. racist. Oh well, I'm racist against Americans. <laughs> well, yeah. It's just it's, it's just incorrect, right? They're uh, they, they say Native Americans or First Americans or American Indian. I don't know which one's correct anymore. I have well, I as have long as you're trying, I think they probably give you a pass on whatever you use. Fair enough. Um, yeah. I just say because. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so like I visited India and I know that and they have a number of these books about these kinds of that tell these kind of stories. I think. The, these kind of things are kind of popular in India. I know that uh, when I went uh, and I was looking at these books, like the, these uh, sexual books with uh, stories about first time having an orgasm and things like that. And the funny thing is that uh, the um, the bookseller would see what I'm looking at and be like, oh, here, you, you, you're into that. Try this one's good, too. And <laughs> file up a bunch of other books in front of me, like calling attention to it. 
Is there less stigma around this stuff in India? I got the impression that it was the opposite and that the, the, this site seemed, you know, the, the purpose of this site was to, you know, to try and reduce stigma, stigma around the issue. But is it, is there less there than in the U.S. and Canada? I'm not sure. It might be in like kind of a weird position where people really like this kind of stuff and it's like really popular in India. And I know like a lot of like um, traditional Indian type ceremonies and stuff are, are very sexual, like including like uh, a lingam, which is a phallic object that you like would pour milk over and stuff like that. And there are like ancient Indian temples showing, you know, sex positions and stuff. And of course, the Kama Sutra is from India. Right. right. Yeah, that's true. I, it, might, it might be a thing where they, they have a bit of a sexual taboo on it, too. I'm uh, I'm not steeped in the culture of India enough to give like a really informed uh, answer about that. OK, so let's right. ask your sister. It's her birthday today. <laughs> I'm quite sure she'd like that. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go talk to my sister about uh, sexual practices in India. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are but, you uh, are you yeah, saying I, you're I, gonna... she, she doesn't really know much as much about it either. Neither of us were really steeped in Indian culture so much. We're just kind of on the fringes of it. Sure. And we were raised in Canada, so. All right. Good enough. So the next thing that I have here is so this this came up that uh, women in India are using Nokia 3310s as an alternative to pricey vibrators, which they I buzz real well. I, I was I was really surprised when I read this, I'm like, really? Because I used to have one of these phones, and uh, I never used it for that purpose, so there's a complete lost opportunity. But the Nokia 3310, and, and, and it specifically said Indian women. So when I started looking into this more and more, though, this is a thing. It's actually kind of a common thing that this particular phone had a had a, a very strong vibrator on it, uh, you know, for the vibration, and, uh, you know, when it rang, and it's getting used as a vibrator um, all over the place. It's not just See, India. It seems like a little bit of a hassle that you'd have to, like, call the number first. I don't know. To... I, well, there's probably they're probably hacking it in some way that to make it vibrate. Yeah. I mean, I've got to – I can only assume that that they're doing something else with it because, I don't know, that is an old phone. I mean, that's almost a 10-year-old phone, isn't it? Yeah. And, I mean, I'm wondering if these women can't find uh, cheaper vibrators or maybe they just – Okay, so uh, don't want people to know what uh, they have. So they they said that um, a, a vibrator, a cheap vibrator, will cost you two thousand four hundred and forty nine rupees, and the Nokia thirty three ten will cost you about eleven 1, hundred rupees. Hmm. So so it's so it is a cheaper vibrator, but I but I'm reading all over the place that it said that that they actually made fairly good vibrators. But I mean, certainly the you would think that the um, the shape of them I mean, is not really that good. I mean, not for insertion, right? But maybe you don't. It's not necessary. So I'm not sure. No, it's just like the just like the wash machine. You just right, exactly. Sit on it. Yeah. I mean, you can you can find really cheap uh, like soldier shoulder massagers around that. That's what this is. Uh, it's just a really cheap uh, shoulder massager that I found. Uh huh. Of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Found. Anyway, so I thought I thought it was interesting. They, they, I assume that they're hacking the phone some way to get the vibrator to come on and off. I assume that they're not calling themselves. Um, the other thing is that this had extremely right. good battery life, and so you can imagine that that it lasts for quite a while. It's got a fairly good battery in it. And, and I mean, it said it lasts for like ten days, but I suppose that's for with normal use. That's you're like that's standby. I assume, time. right? Hey, but I can't get I can't out of my modern cell phone. I can't get ten days standby out of that thing. But the thing is, is that you wouldn't have it on for very long at a point of time. I mean, right, just but, like those little itty bitty, you know, master unicorn things or whatever the heck they're called. But it's I mean, rechargeable. It depends, it depends on how long it takes you. I mean, different girls will uh, arrive at different times. Right. <laughs> of course. But here's the thing: is that still it has plenty. It has plenty of vibrator and has plenty of power. And with re and having a rechargeable battery is probably not a bad feature anyway. Um, I think nope. it, this was this had a nickel metal battery in it. I think it wasn't a it wasn't nickel cadmium and it wasn't a lithium ion. I think it was a ni nickel metal battery that this had. So a little bit better mm -hmm. than a nickel cadmium battery. So the the life of the battery is probably pretty good. But I think that you, you can know, probably also find replacements for those batteries. What what I like about this video that uh, you uh, you link to here is that most of the video is not about uh, the Nokia being used as a vibrator at all. It's about ways to destroy. Uh, a Nokia 3310 mm. 
and yeah. then just use it as, and then the last part thing is use it as a vibrator which if that destroys the phone that's uh that's some uh... well i don't think it does but yeah that you're right that video is mostly like that we shot it with a gun we did this and that that's like that's an incredibly durable phone so but Nokia, most, of the stuff they, most of the stuff they did destroyed the phones well yeah but it, i mean it was not easy i mean my my phone would break much easier than that phone it was a pretty durable phone Mm-hmm. Um, they, they, so Nokia is now putting out. So they a new gave model it to the Mythbusters. Uh, not quite. <laughs> they should have given it to them for the. Uh, can you imagine the Mythbusters doing a masturbation section? You know, <laughs> using it as a vibrator. <laughs> Here, try this well, myth out. <laughs> close enough. They were doing a. Uh, uh, yellow you know, somebody race should make a set Mythbusters. Executed with the electric fence, but a little bit different. Yeah, I remember the Sex Inspector yeah. show. Um, I would watch the hell out of a Sex <laughs> show. It's dark. So anyway, so Nokia is now putting out um, a new version of this phone, and so it's yet to be seen if the if the uh, if the um, if the vibration portion of it is as good in the battery life. So we'll see when the when the, when the new version. I had I thought I had the model for that, but anyway, so they're 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 coming out kind of an homage to this phone. So well, oh, said the battery life isn't battery isn't as good. Yeah, not going to make it, especially if it's not as buzzy. Well, it's got to be as buzzy, right? That's that's the key here. Anyway, I thought it was. I that's, thought that was great. We, we, we always use those technical terms on the podcast. Buzzy, buzzy, yeah. Buzzy. <laughs> and it, we don't mean Ruth Buzzy. No, no, no. Buzzy. I see. I'm looking. I'm looking for it where it told me the new model of the Nokia here. <laughs> <sighs> it's a Nokia. No, Nokia thirty. Apparently, so on right now you can buy a Nokia thirty three ten for sixty five dollars, like which is kind of expensive. I would have, I would think that in the U S. you for cheaper. Sixty five is kind of high for a phone that. Well, I think that's the new one they're doing as a. Um, oh, is that the new version? Like, that it sounds like the re release of it. Okay, so so, so for the new version, that makes sense. So if you need something to get yourself off, you could probably find a used one for cheaper somewhere. Uh, if that's all you're doing <laughs> with it, be careful right? how it's been used. But to be fair, in the U S. you can find a cheaper vibrator. I mean, the, there there are so many vibrators that you could. I'm sure that you could find a cheaper one here in the U.S. Yeah, easy. Go for a pink unicorn. Well, tell us about it. <laughs> I don't know. My friends, <laughs> my friends kept on telling me about the pink vibrator. Uh, of course, pink unicorn she had, and it's yeah. like, can I see it? Nope. <laughs> Your friend, <laughs> I got it. Yes. Hey. <laughs> uh, I didn't want to see it when she told me where it was. So. <laughs> But now that we've uh, talked okay. about the um, fun side of masturbation, we probably should go into the darker places of it. All right, let's go to the darker places. That masturbation will pollute your mind. Okay, so yes. I saw that. Yeah, so is this, that what happened to us all then? Uh, it, it could be. It could be that. That could be our problem. That that could be our number one problem. <laughs> and but here's the thing: is that the things that this article is saying that masturbation is going to do to you, I have not experienced. Uh, and maybe that's, you know, a lost opportunity. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> so this is from the Jamaican Gleaner, which I don't I don't know much about that paper. I'm certainly not putting it in here for its credibility. <laughs> Jamaica? Uh, Jam- I thought they were a lot more open about this Jamaica? kind of stuff in Jamaica. Well, this well, is a religious actually, article. Um, <clears throat> no, Jamaica, okay, WI is Wisconsin, right? So my, I think it's Jamaica, Wisconsin. Really? It just says Jamaica oh. Jamaica Gleamer. No, look above Gleamer. It says Jamaica WI, and WI is Wisconsin, isn't it? It could be a Wisconsin paper. Jamaica, I don't know. Yeah, um, see if you can find it. I don't know. Like I say, I, don't I, know. I, I had a friend in it from Jamaica, Jamaica. I'm not putting it up here because it's credible. Yeah. Well, Established well, in 1834. The Gleaner, whatever that I, means. I pretty much, I gleaned this article, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, it's... Yes, I find it all kind of boring. It's basically the the argument boils down to you shouldn't masturbate because God. Okay, so and that, that's pretty much the same argument. There, there, there's la- nothing even remarkable about anything that he's saying here. So you're saying we should and just people, move on? And if people that t- um, <laughs> well, who have masturbated touch you, they will contaminate you with their evil spirits. So, plus, in pursuing freedom, many find themselves in bondage. Is that a problem? Well, but here's the thing: is that is that a bad thing? Yeah. It is? Bondage, bondage is bad. No, 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 no. I, I was asking. Oh, I don't think bondage is bad. I'm good with bondage. No problem. So here, the, it starts out, you, you know that this article is going to be bad when it starts out. Uh, it says, Proverbs 16.2 says, All the ways of men are pure in their own eyes, 
but the Lord weighs the spirit. Now, I need somebody to tell me what that means, because that sounds like nonsense to me. Actually, that sounds like, uh, remember, uh, uh, dumbass, when we were watching the show, um, uh, American Gods, and the the guy who was letting people into whatever part of afterlife was taking out the person's heart, and... Are you going to have to put out a spoiler have... alert? Oh, have well, you seen it? from the books. The book's <laughs> been out for, like, what, 15 years now? I yeah, don't the... think I'm spoiling anything if it's been out for 15 years. Well, the, but the show is new. <laughs> just, uh, have you read it? Have you? I've read the book. Well, it's I've been a long time. Show. Yeah. Yeah, we're well, not much of a spoiler. Show. There, there is one god. What is it? Uh, is it Anubis? Uh, is so, his name? Uh, anyway, yeah, he he weighs the person's heart uh, against a feather in the afterlife. Okay, so that's yeah, pretty to, much just uh, to to, to tell if they've much... been a good person. Yeah, but this idea of it, I mean, the, I guess are they interchanging spirit with soul here as well? That the Lord is going to weigh the soul. Hey, remember that? Remember that? Was it a Muslim guy who uh, who said that? If you masturbate, your hand will be pregnant in the afterlife. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yes. That's yeah, what they're talking about here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you guys were talking about the hordes that you'd have. Yeah. So, I, get, I, mean, I, I have some so questions. Your hand, will get, your hand will get more heavy and... So, what... I mean, what does it mean to pollute your mind? What What does this mean? Uh, thinking about sex? That's, that, that's what it does? You can't, you can't think of God when you're thinking of yourself. Most of the time he refers to various scriptures without putting the scripture itself out there. He's saying, you know, he, he, he say, says, you know, why it's such a bad, horrible, awful thing and because the scripture says so. It's like, well, what does that scripture actually say? Well, but here's the thing that the scripture that they're pointing out never says anything about masturbation. And as far as I know, really, the only thing in the Bible that, that mentions masturbation at all is Ezekiel. And all that's saying is don't pull out. Well, no, that was... <laughs> Um, he, he's, well, it was in defiance of God. He spilled his seed on the wall in defiance of God. Okay, so is it okay to spill your seed if it's not in defiance of God? I mean, if you're just pulling That's, out. The, the Bible doesn't say. Like I said, all, 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 that, that, whole, that whole thing there was just um, he was defying God and wasn't going to get his um, sister-in-law pregnant. So if I really like pulling out, it's okay. I mean, if that's my favorite thing to do, it's okay for me to do that, right? But so Yeah. You know, uh, on my as page here, I'm seeing. God, I'm doing it against you. Uh, on my page of the article here, I'm seeing an ad: "Meet Russian women online," and I could definitely fap to that picture. You know, <laughs> I don't see it. I, I have all the ads blocked. <laughs> um, no one can serve two masters. Masturbation is one such thing that will mess you up, or will mess up your mind and your spirit. Your spirit is important. God wants man to be whole, spirit, soul, and body. Well, that because it, it denies you of even your daily benefits and what God has in store for you. But, I mean, these these even these Bible quotes are so cherry-picked that they don't yeah. mean anything. They're meaningless in these contexts. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's not too surprising. I, no, I've never understood um, any society's issues against masturbation. Right, and, and this is not it, never made sense. This article never really tells me what masturbation is going to do to me. It's going to pollute my mind and, and make God mad is, is, is the bottom line, right? But God made sex, but there are boundaries. Our bodies are the temple of God, so God owns our bodies, so we can't do stuff for our... Do stuff for ourselves with our bodies. We have to do it for God. So come I mean, we don't have ownership. You. We have stewardship, he said, which yeah. I guess means yes. uh, we must have scrolled past the license agreement. It was at one time when you should have read the, the terms and services that Microsoft sent you and you just skimmed it. And they, <laughs> it was right in there. You just went right past it. Yeah, I agree. Whatever, Microsoft. Oh, and I knew there was a was a thing in there about the money coming up again the next year and I didn't I didn't stop that. Ah. God made sex, but there are boundaries. Hebrews yeah. thirteen yeah. four. Our bodies are a, our Oh yeah, here's the this is your bodies are our temples. Yeah, there's there's what you were talking about. But, but yeah. the boundaries, that's where the safe word's supposed to the, come in. They're giving you know, anything to do with masturbation. It if says you need that, a safe word when it comes to masturbation, something's messed up. Right. He He's saying that if you masturbate, it'll take longer to get married. It'll mess up your sex life. I mean, all the, they, they make a whole bunch of claims that masturbation is going to do. I, Ian, did masturbation ruin your marriage? 
They had nothing to do with what ruined my marriage. <laughs> and honestly, um, my cousin girlfriend, uh, <laughs> she she is actually sending me t- um pictures right now on the phone, saying how um aroused she is, and she may have to take care of herself. <laughs> podcasting. <laughs> Perfect timing. Oh, that's so awesome. <laughs> Yeah, so all they they do make some claims so in here. Are that we going to need to let you go do. then? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he only needs three minutes. We can wait. <laughs> hey, and don't pull out. Well, we could talk about how um, if you're masturbating, the person has to think about other people, and that in itself is pollutes your mind, especially if you're in a marriage. Well, who's saying that you're not thinking of the person you're married to if you're masturbating? I'm and who said that fa- a fantasy about other people uh, is a bad thing? It's not like you're actually doing stuff with other people. Being attracted to other people is uh, a thing that it's just a factor of human nature. Simple factor. Being, looking no touchy. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So a, a, There's nothing wrong with being attracted to somebody other than your significant other. Oh, yeah. Here, the, the other piece that I liked was that um, if you masturbate, then you'll be attacked by incubus and succubus in your sleep. And that's what leads to wet dreams. <laughs> Uh, so that's... there are ghosts that come and do stuff like they did in um, the original Ghostbusters. Okay, here it is. It also <laughs> opens the door to unclean spirits named Incubus and Succubus <clears throat> that attack them in their dreams. And the result is is what many know as a wet dream. Well, I'll tell you what. If that's what it takes... <laughs> yeah, it's... So hard cleaning those cleaning those blankets. I know you gotta wash your yeah. sheets. <laughs> my God, so I, might, I might have to wash my sheets. That's uh, a, a terrible burden. Mm-hmm. I mean, here's especially the thing, since is that... you have a washer and dryer in your apartment, cuz. <laughs> yeah. Does anybody we masturbate and think of God? Yes. I mean, really? Mm-hmm. No one. Sorry, what was that? Does anybody masturbate and think of God? I mean, I I, I, I wouldn't do you know, it. No, I've I've heard uh, some people find uh, the depiction of Jesus to be very sexy. Really? Okay. Well, yeah. Have you guys seen Hamlet Two? <clears throat> no. Ha- Hamlet Two, fun movie. Basically, um, this college, um, not college. I'm sorry. High school drama teacher, um, is trying to fix his life, and he has daddy issues, and so he writes the play Hamlet Two, where Jesus shows up, takes Hamlet, and the two of them travel through time. And there's actually a um, whole song in it called "Rock Me, Sexy Jesus." Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it basically it looks like the, the the argument that he's making is that masturbation makes you unclean and makes you and it well, makes yeah, your spirit you unclean. Shower afterwards, sometimes. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. That's why you shower, shower afterwards. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so I don't know. It, it was a whole bunch of scare tactics, and but ultimately, I didn't feel like he. They really backed up. I mean, the, there's no, there's no evidence for what they're saying, right? It's just a bunch of assertions and scare and scare in fear mongering. Yeah, so. Basically, like I said, don't masturbate because God. That is what you said. Yep. Yep. <laughs> All right. So. Religion has actually convinced people that there's an invisible man living in the sky who watches everything you do every minute of every day. And the invisible man has a special list of 10 things he does not want you to do. And if you do any of these 10 things, he has a special place full of fire and smoke and burning and torture and anguish where he will send you to live and suffer and burn and choke and scream and cry forever and ever till the end of time. But he loves you. What has Bill Nye done? He's saving the world. Oh, excellent. So um, Bill Nye has a new show on Netflix called Bill Nye Saves the World. Uh, my personal critique of the show, it needs something more. It's, it's fun. It's informative. I, it, it, it felt almost too formulaic or something to me. It, it needs, you know, it, it could be better. Now, that well, was okay. My, I mean, my, that, that's you know. fine, but that's not why people are upset with it. Right. But like I said, yeah. I'm just giving my, my personal critique of the show itself. It's worth watching. Um, but don't so, expect you, know, you might not be able to. I would also yeah. point out that you're not his target audience. Right. I mean, it, huh, it, I no, it you're kind of not. Felt to me, like the, like he was trying a little too hard to uh, to be cool and uh, 
appeal to younger people. But, but he's yeah. always done that. That, that. that is his shtick. It's uh, I mean, everything he does is kind of ham-fisted like that. I mean, that is that yeah. is his style. I suppose so. Well, I do. I don't mind his style with the you know the punching hands and the bit from it, and no. you know a little bit here and there. Uh, things I really get annoyed about are things like uh, you know the thing the headlines that tell p- other people in the audience to laugh or clap yeah, and all that yeah, other. it is a little can that's okay that I mean, here's the thing I, I still think it's but for a younger audience he, I mean yeah, but- he, he's doing he used to do kids shows and now he's doing you know tween stuff I mean, right. I, I don't think this. I mean, my my impression is maybe maybe his target was originally supposed to be for adults, but I think that my kids got way more out of it than I did, and they and they watched it and they thought it was funny and and they enjoyed it. Well, so okay. I that's so I think I, I would my I would debate who the audience is, right? I I, I who's he trying to? And that you know, is a perfectly valid audience. point. So, but, yeah. so anyways, but so, more importantly, is his science good? That's what I care about the right. most. Is he giving misinformation? Right. Now, the, the show, um, you know, he, he definitely didn't hold back punches. I mean, he's calling it Save the World. He does climate change. He does vaccinations. Wow, what all did he do? He, he went, um, I think the last one was on population control issues. Yep. Of course, the big one that got all the attention was he did do one on gender identity, basically. Although the deniers of any of those, I think, are yes. probably seething about them. Well, right. sure. Anybody who says anything. But so it, he definitely didn't hold back on um, going into the controversial topics saying, listen, this is the science. This is what's out here. And that, that's one of the things I really loved about the show is he did, he wasn't holding back. He wasn't trying to play games. Um, he was I just did appreciate out. that, too. I do agree with you with yeah. all of that. So, OK, um, so think- tell me. So what is the controversy? Because your first article in here says, how did Bill Nye go from childhood hero to conservative enemy? Well, mm-hmm. the the big, big one for the conservative was the um, one on sexual spectrum okay. and such. Um, now, I will admit that um, Rachel Bloom's song in there was kind of cheesy. Um, uh, yeah, she might not have been the best person for the show. I mean, yeah. she here's what she does. I mean, and some of the, and I did not like the whole. She gives something misleading, and then Bill Nye corrects her. And then she goes on anyway with her song. Cause, yeah, the uh, first time we saw her. That was yeah. the first time we saw her. Oh, that was not, the first yeah. time? Okay, yeah, I, I did not care for that. Yeah. So then she was on the gender identity one as well, and she had her show, um, My Sex Junk. Um, you know, it, 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 I, I didn't really feel one way or the other. I, I think he could have done without it. I, I do too. And here's the thing is that I like her. I, I mean, I oh, like yeah. the other stuff she's, that she does. She's, she's fantastic. She's I just debate whether or not it was yeah. uh, that. And I think it's because of that first time we saw her where, because people will yeah. remember misinformation instead yeah, of her, I, I instead of the corrections. And so that's what I didn't like about that whole, that whole bit. Right. Um, but then the big one on that episode was the ice cream conversion therapy. So it was a cartoon. You had all the ice cream together. And you had vanilla basically telling everyone that they needed to be vanilla. That vanilla was the only real way to go. They all need to stop trying to be different flavors, and they should all just be vanilla. And the episode basically ends with all the other ice creams convincing vanilla to dump <clears> into <throat> a ice cream orgy with them in a bowl. <laughs> yeah, I actually thought that 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 the even the demonstration that there are so many different identities and that right. we should just accept them. I thought it was pretty good. I I thought he I thought that it it hit the mark as far as what they were the what they were trying to get across. Right. Now and so that that's the that that episode is the main one um, that really got the attention because how dare you pretend there's more than two genders? How dare you pretend sexuality is more complex than we want it to be? How dare you actually look at a complicated subject and show that's really complicated instead of as simple as we want to still believe it to be? And the one thing they point out to is on his old show apparently he did do a bit explaining the X X and X Y chromosome difference. And how right. this makes you a male, this makes you a female, kind of thing. And I say, look, Bill Nye knew it way back when, but now apparently he's given up on science and he's going into um, pseudo bullcrap. Right. That it's that like, was the interesting thing is that this whole article keeps saying that he that he's going against science, and and inst- instead of pointing out that the what he's doing is he's giving updated science. Right. And that's and that's one thing I've I've actually had these debates with people already on Facebook. Um, one of them. Uh, he, Talking my friend for other reasons, but I, I he had put up one of those memes talking about um how there's only really two genders. I'm like, dude, you don't understand gender identity at all. It's like, no, in grade school I learned there were two genders. I'm like, yeah, in grade yeah, school, yeah, but that was grade simple. school, right? That's the simplified science. 
Science is much more um, complicated than that. If you actually kept up with science and studied science, they know that gender identity is far more complicated than male-female. They know that. There's no doubt about it. In, the, in, you know, in grade school, I learned that there were only five senses, and uh, now I've learned that there are way more. Right. And you also probably learned um, the way that taste buds work, which is completely inaccurate. Right. Yeah. In yeah. school, yeah, that whole map of the tongue and everything is total yep. bullshit. And Roy G. Biv is not the colors of the rainbow. It's, no, Roy G. Yeah. Biv was never the color. Those are your primary colors. No, it's not. Your, Roy G. Biv was supposed to be the, your no. primary colors. Yes. No. Primary colors are yellow, blue, and red. Secondary colors are green, purple, and orange. Right. What the, I learned Roy, it was uh, red and yellow and pink and green, purple and orange and blue. I can sing a rainbow. <laughs> Right, they're primary so colors, but they're not they're not the colors of the <laughs> rainbow. They're in the rainbow. Uh, okay, the but they're primary colors still. I thought Skittles were in the rainbow. <laughs> well, and it's different it's different when it's light too, because it because it's um it's uh not as tasty. Uh instead of yellow it's green. It's it's blue red green. Yeah. Well, in, well the main problem with Georgie Bib though is that indigo and violet are actually both purple. So and indigo and violet don't make sense to be separated like they're just different shades of purple. But they, but they are different on the on the spectrum, right? I mean, they're not both. I mean, they they they're purple. But if you're going to, if you're going to have um, indigo and violet in there, then you have to go with different shades of all the other colors. Well, but we're talking about frequencies of light here now. I mean, it's, it's no, that, different. That's not, well, yeah, well, that's the thing. That's what I'm trying to get to. Roy G. Biv is a simplified thing for you to memorize. Okay, it's inaccurate to begin with, and then once you break away, it's much more complicated than that. Well, that that's that's true about most things, I suppose. Right. So. And okay. that's, that's, also. It turns out uh, I before E except after C is complete <laughs> bullshit. It's not fully the way they say. No. So, so yeah, <laughs> the stuff we learned in grade school was simplified for a reason. Okay. And once you get past grade school, if you start actually keeping up with studying all this stuff, you learn that, yes, it's much more complicated. The problem is there are people that have graduated high school that still go back to, this is what I was taught in grade school, so it must be right. It's like, no. Ugh. And you so know, I've heard that, that uh, big part with the gender. I've I've heard that uh, professors who teach uh, history in college um, say that they have to get their students to unlearn a lot of the stuff that they learned in high school. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and like I said, that's what we're mainly seeing here with the gender identity. <clears throat> the people don't want to go beyond what they learned in grade school. They don't want to see a bigger picture because to, uh, I, I guess they don't want things to be more complicated. No, it makes their bigotry but, much tougher. Is what it, is what it does. Yep. Oh yeah. But that's definitely a huge part. Makes of it. it flat and white and easy to deal with. Yeah, but here's the thing: but, that, so, so for this whole show, I think that he probably got stuff wrong, right? He, I'm sure he got some science wrong in this somewhere, right? And and it, it would be more interesting, you know, if somebody was like, if, if there were actual, if somebody was fact checking him and found, okay, you got this piece wrong, so that he could correct it. But like the stuff that they're talking about, that they're going after him about, it's the stuff he got right. It's the stuff we've been talking yeah. about for years on this podcast. And I, and, and I bet you anything, if you were able to provide him, you know, science, say, hey, you know what? I was watching your show. I saw this and I did some research and it turns out you're mistaken. Here's the, the actual fact. He would go and say, oh, look, I made a mistake. Damn, let's correct it. Well, I thought that they were going to do that with his genetically modified stuff because he, he, he used to think that yeah. there was a problem there. But he's come around on that, too. Right. right. People kept yeah, talking well, him about the science and he finally and he finally, you know, wrapped he, his head around it. He and, went. He, he, yeah. But he, he was presented with a counter case. He looked up the facts and said, hey, you know what? I've been mistaken. Mm-hmm. I will come out and admit it. And he said it on the show that he was wrong. And, yes, and he I, did. And, and that's... He, also said, he also said once you when you look at the scientific facts and you go, okay, this is what I expect to see. Sometimes mm-hmm. what you expect to see is not what you obtain. And at that point of time, you have to go with what has been found in the experimental right right and in science the words huh that's funny is usually the hallmark of a great discovery (laughs) (laughs) but so i um i it sounds like all of all of us are recommending the show check it out it is a good show Uh, yeah i just don't think it was uh possibly they didn't know exactly who to who their uh, audience was, and that's right. and that's okay. I mean, the, those kinds so of criticisms are are, are are extremely reasonable. 
Um, yeah. I, I just think that it, I, I don't think their audience should have been adults with the, with the way that they were presenting the content. I think teenagers no. Is, no. is actually a really good market for what they were doing. Exactly. I agree with you. And so uh, plus yeah. the other thing, uh, oh, it went out of my brain. <laughs> and there's one whole episode uh, about how mind tricks you even right they into, they they hit that yeah. pretty good mm-hmm. that was a real good one so well worth watching and, so I, you know, I, know your controversies also watch it to see why everyone's pissed off at it yeah sure well also you think of the way the uh political situation is in especially the united states at this point of time that could have contributed to the uh oh, upset yeah. of it as well I don't doubt that one bit. He loves you and he needs money. He always needs money. He's all powerful, all perfect, all knowing and all wise. Somehow just can't handle money. Religion takes in billions of dollars. They pay no taxes and they always need a little more. Now you talk about a good bullshit story. Holy shit. So Psychic tries to prove he's immortal, stabs himself to death. <laughs> it's a great headline. It really is a great yeah. headline. All so right, what so happened here, Ian? So um, in the article, I'll give you the names. But the Psychic, who apparently had done this demonstration countless times. Um, what's his name? Okay. Uh, Stabby. Separate. Slabby. His yep. name is Slabby. No. Separate <laughs> um had been performing the traditional spirit dance in front of spectators in northern Thailand uh, when the accident occurred. Um, the folk ritual was believed to honor the ghost of ancestors. In previous shows, the blade of the sword broke when it was pressed against his chest. But on this occasion, the accident went wrong and the weapon failed to snap. Uh, so this guy, he, 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 so it's a magic trick that he does. Yes, and, it's, and, it's basically a magic trick. No, was he, did, how did he present this? Did he present himself as a magician or did he, or did he present, I'm doing a show? Is it a shtick or does he? Somebody or, gave him the wrong sword or they didn't prepare it right? Well, yeah, I mean, or does he say I'm a psychic and, and the proof I'm immortal. I mean, is is he? What is he trying to do to the audience with this? Is he is he, he trying he, to con them, or is he, or or was it a part of a show? No, it, it refers to him as a medium. Yeah. Um, it actually doesn't go into detail on um exactly what that you know what his claimed or what he gained from it. But you know, basically, he, it sounds like he he claims to be a medium and he's doing this ritual to connect with the spirits. And I don't know how much it's it's a scam and. How, how much it's, everyone knows it's a magic trick. But it sounds like basically normally the swords were set up to break, and this time it didn't quite do that. Although it does so remind God me... got mad at him for masturbating before the show. <laughs> <laughs> that, it does remind me of my mother and stepfather. On um, one of their first dates, he apparently went to, um, you know, he, he did magic tricks, and he had the um, guillotine trip, <clears throat> trick where you slash the guillotine down, and it goes right through the finger, and, you know, finger's fine. Um... It wasn't working quite right, and so on one of the first dates, he had to rush my mother uh, to the doctor to get stitches in her fingers because the magic trick didn't trigger. Oh. <laughs> Wait, is this Howard? Yes. Oh. And I, I actually have the guillotine trick still, because I, I ended up with all his magic tricks, and I looked at it, and I figured, oh, I know exactly why it didn't, you know, how it stuck funny. No. Oh. I've never used it on my own fingers, though, because I know better, but... Well, haven't you seen... Um... Men in tights, you know, just snip the tip. <laughs> just snip the tip. Uh, <laughs> uh, so basically, we, we don't know if this guy would... It says psychic, but he could have just been a performer of some sort, right? And, and the trick went wrong, clearly. The, clearly, the chick went, trick went wrong, and he, he stabbed himself. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, uh, a, a good lesson to be learned for anyone who's trying to do crazy stuff like that, you probably want a couple levels of protection rather than just assuming that the sword is properly altered to break every time. Yeah, well, I mean, what if, did somebody swap? And somebody could swap out the sword, you know, and if you when you're doing the trick, you might not know. I mean... Yeah. Yeah. It's just like going, going and uh, parachuting. Make sure your parachute is working. <laughs> Sounds like an episode of Monk or something. No one has cut the screen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, definitely. Uh, I'm looking at like the uh, the articles on the side of this uh, this one article, and a couple of them are something that maybe we might want to do in uh, other shows. Yeah, no, they, this looks. Like, this site has a bunch of uh, 
of stuff on <laughs> metro.co.uk is where this is coming from. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of stuff here that might be entertaining. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so are, are there now, um, you know, German women who are looking to do stuff with dumbass? Oh, that's a really good question. Are there? <laughs> He's very popular with those people. I know. He finds them all the time on those pages. He's just poof, zooms right into it. It has to be God's will. <laughs> you, you know what? I, uh, I was. I know they're targeted directly at me. Like I, I was looking at, at uh, one one day and said said to my friend, you know, yeah, oh, wow, these uh, these uh, Russian women really want me. And says says here that Russian women uh, are looking to date a guy like me. And he turned on his computer, got to the page, and said, Russian women are looking to date a man just like dumbass. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> we knew it. We knew it all. Oh the time. man. I block all the ads. I, in fact, I have several several layers of ad blocking in the house, and so <laughs> I don't see the, any of this stuff. Aww. I, I I've set up actually I've set up a, a pretty cool web server or a DNS server. So I so I run my own DNS internally, and it it it, it blocks stuff. So like if you're browsing um, on your phones and stuff like that, um, in in the house if you're on my Wi-Fi, it blocks ads on the Wi-Fi, and so the kids. We, we we got close to our cap, and so I made them switch over to to, to using their phones, and it was unlimited. And and they they were they were really ready to come back to the Wi-Fi because it blocked ads and stuff. So even the kids noticed <laughs> quite a bit that on their phones and stuff like that that the ad blocking made for a much better experience. So I I you know I have several layers that that I do in the house that so that block ads. So you have layers on everything. Ooh, baby. I yes I have layers. I'm like an onion. I have layers and I smell bad. I want you to know something. This is sincere. I want you to know when it comes to believing in God, I really tried. I really, really tried. I tried to believe that there is a God who created each of us in his own image and likeness, loves us very much, and keeps a close eye on things. I really tried to believe that, but I got to tell you, the longer you live, the more you look around, the more you realize something is fucked up. Something is wrong here. War, disease, death, destruction, hunger, filth, poverty, torture, crime, corruption, and the ice capades. <laughs> Something is definitely wrong. This is not good work. If this is the best God can do, I am not impressed. Results like these do not belong on the resume of a supreme being. This is the kind of shit you'd expect from an office temp with a bad attitude. Atheists! Atheists! Atheism uncool, is dude. is the uncoolest like choice. Uncool, man. Yeah. So lame. Uh, all right. Oh man, I made it's the wrong choice. Lame. I don't want to be part of the cool crowd. <laughs> okay. I wanna I wanna hang with the cool crowd, guys. <laughs> I think I'm gonna become Christian. <laughs> so this is the National Catholic Register. The headline is Atheism is the uncoolest choice ever, and I can prove it. Eight reasons Christianity is cooler than atheism. Basically, Whoa. this is written by a guy who has been parodied a million times without even knowing it before he ever wrote this article. Oh, well, I'm, I, I can recall I'm both Simpsons and South Park <laughs> and so many other things that have had a guy who basically is trying to talk to kids and say, you know how uncool that is? And this, the way they write it and everything, like, Dude, do you even know how to talk to a child? Do you even have <laughs> any idea? Because what you say, what you just wrote says, I'm about as lame as it can be. Don't listen to the damn thing I say because I have no clue what I'm saying. So, yeah. So, just, just the headline <laughs> alone is saying that. I've read a bunch of stories stories about how atheism seems as cool, is seen as cool by many right. youths. Oh, well, very good. <laughs> It's so cool, and he puts that in there. Oh, he got a strainer on his right. head. It's so yeah, it's so so yeah, it's like yeah, by many youth people, especially youth amongst people. college age youth. It says young people. Oh, young people. Yeah. All right, so let's do the countdown. Number eight. eight: Religious people live longer, happier lives, according to numerous <clears throat> scientific studies. And you know, so if I, you ask any young person, the 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 big <clears throat> the big thing about being cool is like longevity is cool, man. It's radical. <laughs> Right, because oh, no. it, right, but when but they say that just after watching Highlander, <laughs> and and it is cool. The original one, yes. Right, yes. <laughs> only one. There can only there be can one. only be one. One. Uh, but so I I I looked this up. 
And no there's some remakes, truth to no sequels. Uh, uh, okay, and the, and the live longer. There's actually some odd truth to it here in the United States. However, in secular countries, there's no truth to it whatsoever. In secular countries, there's really no difference. And in countries where um, religion rules the day, um, there's no logic to it because um, everyone there seems to not live very long. But in the United States, where um, religion's kind of the in crowd and the hip ones. You know, basically, um, if you're not um, in with the religion, you're kind of an outcast and kind of looked down and often um, mocked and stuff. Guess what? That leads to issues like depression and other things that lead to unhealthy habits that, you know. So, yeah, to the live longer thing in the United States, there is a bit of a truth. To it. Right. But is that, it is it still going to remain true? Because as atheism right. and, and non-believers become, I mean, what they're non, non, non-believers are are. I should say non-religious, whether they believe in a god or not, it's somewhere around twenty-five percent now. It's a core of the population. It's not. It's not like it was even ten years ago, right? I mean, the people are there are more people out that are, and there are more communities that are forming around this. And so, as those communities grow, are are those numbers going to change? That's that's the more interesting Most question. Likely. Now, the happier one's even more interesting because the article I linked to here on Psych- Psychology Today actually says. That there's um, not really truth to that per se. That actually quite often believers are more likely to self-report as not being as happy. Yeah, there's a bunch of sociological so, studies on this that, and it, yeah. and I and when I looked at this a couple of years ago, that they were indicating that believers were happier. And I think that there and I think that there is a lot of research that does show that. But I also question how good that research is. And right. once again it comes back to community. As these communities are growing and it's more and you know there's more people that are non-religious and, and not just atheists, right? Atheists, non-religious. I mean <clears throat> I mean there is a slight that- divide there, right? But this is about community. The depression is about community. So the living longer, the happiness, those things are, are more about community than, than whether or not it's true. Right. So, so people, I, I said, the, I, I have two articles here. Go, um, if you go to our show notes right after this one that um, from Psychology Today that covers this and goes into the idea of the, the, the problem isn't necessarily religion. It is the community attitude of it because in, in, the, in non-secular countries, they are happier without religion. Right, but you've got so, you've got to read this whole thing on number seven because yeah. it's so funny. It's cracking. <laughs> yeah, I love it this. Cracked the idea up. here is um, Michelangelo oh. and Bach are are way cooler. They're Christian and they're way cooler than that kid who plays Harry Potter, who's an atheist. <laughs> and then they have a picture of Daniel Redcliffe. Um, basically, looks like he's pulling his shirt off, showing his chest, and um, the the cap underneath. Michelangelo was never photographed <laughs> like that ever. I'm sort of like. He yeah, wasn't photographed at all. <laughs> we don't know if he would have done a pose like that. Well, to me, that pose, I, I'm sorry, Red Claff doesn't really do it for me. Um, but um, yeah. That seems like a pretty cool pose. Yeah. If you're into him. Uh, you, not for him. Yeah. Not for if he him. had had a Superman symbol, symbol painted on his chest, I think that that would have been <laughs> awesome. I bet there are thousands, if not millions of fangirls out there <laughs> looking at that picture and go, <laughs> I would love to hear a girl actually respond that way, looking at a picture that's like, woo, oh, oh, my, my heavens, oh, oh, oh my gosh. Okay, so here, wait, just now, I, I wonder, um, speaking of what, you know, I know that, uh, was it Daniel, Daniel, uh, Radcliffe. Radcliffe. He's done. He's done a lot of stuff for the Trevor Project and stuff like that. How does he identify? I mean, is he is he a straight male or is um? Never looked that one up. Yeah, I, I don't know much about that about, about him. And I I mean, they've chosen this this picture because it is kind of funny, right? Yeah. But actually, he's done a lot of uh, he's done a lot of work with the Trevor Project and yeah. stuff like that. I mean, he is he's a pretty and I, and I actually didn't. I'm not surprised that he considers himself an atheist, but he is. I mean, he's an activist, and yeah. so I mean, there. I mean, there's other reasons to attack him other than this photo. I'm sure, right? <laughs> well, the thing is, mo- most kids aren't going to care about that stuff. They're going to look at him and say, "Well, we loved him as Harry Potter. Um, he's done other stuff that's been good. You know, we enjoy." Seeing him on screen. We like him. For yeah, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. The argument is so weak there. I, I can't believe you didn't try. Okay, but the next one cracked me the fuck up. <laughs> okay, typical atheist gathering. They show five people 
with signs. I mean, this is, I mean, they, they yeah, this is what we atheists do when we get together, right? We just yeah, stand apparently. up with signs. Yeah, this, is, this is our typical gathering. I don't even know what this is. I mean, I know, but it, it sounds like that. I mean, those it's of us a, on the podcast are the atheist gatherings, I guess. The right, but here's the thing: is that these people are clearly gathering somewhere. These people are, yeah. are are speakers at an event or something. This is not just people mm-hmm. gathering. I mean, if if they were really going to show a gathering of us, they would show they you know they would show um well what's what's the one that happened in Washington D.C. where we where we had there were more people there for that than uh than the inauguration <laughs> um. Well, that's just about any event, though. Well, that's yeah, that's right. <laughs> not so, not a high bar. Yeah. So then they compare. The, the picture is kind of small, though. Is that James Randi there, or is that just some guy with a beard? I think yeah. it's just some. Uh, guy. No, I think it's has, just the guy with a beard. Head, there's hair on his head, so that's not James Randi. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't recognize uh, those people at all. But so yeah, um, so you get this picture of five people standing around, no context whatsoever as to where that was taken. Just called a typical atheist gathering. Then they show World Youth Day, and this crowded picture of. Um, Older looking well, it's youth. It's not even. And, and, and yeah. of course, that's a that's a typical Christian gathering, right? Right. Youth day. <laughs> uh, yeah, <clears throat> it's not like apples and oranges at all. There, he's being very fair with the pictures he picked from, from where they were from. Oh, it's showed. it's so cherry picked. I mean, there, there's nothing there's there's nothing honest about this whole thing, which is yeah. what kills me. I mean, he, he he's being so disingenuous in this whole thing. You know, it's he can prove it. I mean, he. I mean, it, it's These funny that, yeah. yeah, here's the thing is that he's a dishonest Christian. I mean, that's what this comes down to. I mean, you can't, you can't, you can't, he can't tell me when he's done with this, that he's an honest Christian because right. this is so dishonest. So number five, most of your big time mass killers of the 20th century were atheists. I'm talking Stalin, Mo, and Chi here, among others. And actually, no, uh, there aren't really any others. I've actually had this debate. Because they often try to say Hitler is one as well. Well, but he didn't hear. To his credit, he didn't say Hitler. Yeah. Uh, but normally Hitler's included in this list, and Hitler was not an atheist. He was a Christian. Yeah. yeah. And now he did— But he wasn't uh, a real did, Christian. Right. He did condemn Catholicism after Catholicism. Uh, he had used it up and cited— um, Right, when he was—yeah, not until he was done with it, right? Yeah. But Stalin, I admit, Stalin was an atheist. So was um, Mao. We also have to look through well, Stalin's was Mao, life. Mao was... also had alcohol problems. He had an abusive yeah. father. He had all this other stuff going on. He was a messed up guy that Lenin was actually scared of. It's, uh, Lenin did not want Stalin to succeed. But um, after Lenin died, he didn't have any control over that. Stalin succeeded him and. Yeah, and Lenin himself was also an atheist, oh, but didn't do any of that. Well, but that's the that's the whole thing here. That, that this this, this whole thing, not, whether it's Christians, I mean, it, it, we we can, I mean, Christians well, have killed people, and so and so of atheists. So what? Bad, I mean, nothing yeah. says uncool but like being a mass killer of the innocent, like like you would be if you were an atheist. Uh, we all we're all mass killers of the innocent. <clears throat> well, so. listen, I have raped and killed as many people as I want to since I became an atheist, and that number is zero. Yep. <laughs> Uh, you paraphrase the great Pendulette. Pendulette, yes, that is absolutely <laughs> stolen from Pendulette, but it's true. I mean, it, it yeah. is a true it, statement. It's, truth. it's not a desire we have. We don't want to go out and um, do anything horrible, really. So, yeah. Okay. So then, number four is another one a picture comparison thing. This is an extreme Christian showing Mother Teresa holding a um, sickly child in her arms. Right, that she's going to let suffer, that she's going to do nothing for. She's going to let that kid suffer and die so that it can be closer to God through suffering. That's what she's going to do. Mother Teresa actually had a lot of controversial stuff um, about her, it turns out. Oh, she's a... I, I mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I mean, she, she. I don't think that she is a, any sort of saint. I mean, and here's the thing is that she put together these, these basically these camps where people came where they were sick and couldn't even have Tylenol, right? And then she gets cancer and she, and she comes to the U.S. and gets treated, right? I mean, she got, she got the best, the best treatment money could buy, but all the people that she put, that she was supposedly helping, she just let them suffer and die because that was part of being, getting closer to God was the suffering. So everybody else was suffering but her. Yeah. Give but me she's a break. generally held as this enlightened, yeah. great example. The, and then they show an extreme atheist, uh, Richard Dawkins, in not the most flattering. I mean, his mouth's somewhat open. They, he looks like yeah, he's, 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 he's he looks like he's about to argue. He looks mildly yeah. annoyed. No, it doesn't look like incre- incredibly terrible. Although, if you're if you're talking about comparisons, you could we could find extreme Christians <laughs> who uh, are a little yeah. less oh flattering God. to Christian than Christian. Yeah. 
even considering the controversy about Mother Teresa, you know. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. But this is another extremely cherry pick because Richard Dawkins has very respectful pictures out there. Yeah. Make, you know, well, yeah, this is this is uh, highly cherry. Hey, he, he's about to argue or suck picture. off a cock. I mean, no. I can't tell. Yeah, I'm saying he's he, his mouth is open as if he's talking. He looks like he might be in a bit of a heated debate. It's hard to tell, but it doesn't mean anything bad. So. No, it doesn't. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a stupid argument. Okay, now the, three. Three is a great one. As a Christian, my wife looks at me like I'm a gift from God. Oh, my God. Your atheist girlfriend will see you as a gel-haired accident in skinny jeans on a lonely rock orbiting a meaningless sun in a mistake of a universe. That's how my wife always saw me. <laughs> You know, whenever uh, I, 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 I put all that gel in my hair. You know what? I think this guy was created with a weak sperm. I think his daddy was jacking off and his mom sat on it right on the end. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's stolen too. That's Bill Hicks. I'm sorry. Uh, the number two, many of your college professors agree with your atheist belief. <laughs> How uncool is it to like be wanting to be like these uncool like college professor guys? Because that's so uncool to want to be like these authoritarian types, dude. You need to rebel against them. You know that when you're in high school, your teachers are the uncoolest thing ever. But when you're in college, you're actually there. You like learning, and a lot of the time, you actually like your professors. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's because they don't. And it, it actually says, if you think your professors are cool, I think they call that being a brown noser. <laughs> yeah, are we still in high school? That, that's what that one definitely. Actually, that one sounds more like junior high. They do sound. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this whole... the, the last one's one of my favorites. Oh, I love the last one. Number one, atheists have less children, and that probably means. Well, you probably know what that means. I, I uh, yeah, think I, I know that, that means. I, I think we understand birth control better. Well, that's the other thing is that who who the fuck are they talking about? Because here's the thing is that in general, people educated people. In general, whether they're whether they're Christian or not, have fewer children. Yeah. Well, and there's been studies done. Atheists are in general not having as many kids as believers. I mean, this guy that wrote this article, I, I checked out his bio and stuff. He has five kids. Um, so we I'm know he's atheist. had sex at least five times. That's all we know about. <laughs> uh, I, I know I've had sex more than five times, and I've only had two kids. I also know what my sex life is right you know, now. You know, considering the state of uh, absence. Considering the state of abstinence-only education, perhaps, you know, his wife just told him that he had sex with her and uh, she was actually from other guys. But, uh, of course, this may automatically made me think of um, Monty Python's The Meaning of Life, where after the song uh, Every Sperm is Sacred, you have the one guy trying to explain to his wife how he can go out and pick up a prophylactic and have sex with her. But, yeah, uh, see, that's the thing. We can actually use birth control. We can have sex for pleasure. We don't have to reproduce. Ninety-five percent of people use birth control. <laughs> I yeah. mean, it's it's an extremely high number, and it has nothing to do with how many kids we pro- produce at all. That that's one of the weakest dubbers. Because legitimately, I can have sex before marriage. While according to his beliefs, he better not. <laughs> so it says, well, reconsider and repent, you fool. Jesus said he is the way, the truth, and the li- the life. Let's. Uh, left, unsaid, left unsaid, it is is that he's totally cooler than Richard Dawkins. Oh, I'm, I'm just I'm yeah. yo yo yo! I am down with Jesus now. I want to be in with the cool crowd. <laughs> you know I'm what? The, um, the what's his name, Mr. Mackey from South Park? Um, drugs are bad. Don't do drugs. Drugs are bad. <laughs> don't, I'm don't not atheist either, but atheist drunk, cool. don't agree. I'm you down with the cool kids. Now I'm down with Christianity. I'm going to beatbox it. Neither, <laughs> <laughs> man. You shouldn't be doing drugs. I should be doing drugs. You got to look at the picture hey, of this I guy. I didn't have for my doctor to be going to town. The, the picture of this guy, he is white as white can be. Oh, what? Okay. Yeah. Everything about him screams, I am so... Well, but here's the thing: is that the guy, the picture of the guy on top, isn't an atheist. He he clearly I, I believes in the flying not, spaghetti monster. He took a picture of someone else for right. making it look. I think talking about the one on the side there, the guy oh. in glasses. Yeah, yeah, I'm ta- I'm talking about the big picture on top, the guy with the colander on his head, because he because yeah. he obviously believes in the flying spaghetti monster. He's not he's not an atheist. He has a god. Yep. Yeah. 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 It's the spaghetti monster. Right. So I so no, I don't know why he's got no, this up here. Definitely exists. The picture we're referring to says a man at an atheist rally. 
Um, which looks like there's a little more activity going on than the um, typical atheist gathering thing he put down below. It looks like a Renaissance fair. <laughs> Actually, it does. It does. Yeah. It very much Actually, does. Actually, Renaissance fairs would have a bit more than that. Well, but this video, it's no, awfully clipped, but I mean. strain noodles. <laughs> so we're just uncool, and we have to settle for that, because, you know, my God, we're so uncool. Here's the thing, is that I don't think that my life would be happier. I, I mean, I, here's the thing. I've got friends. I've got a community. I mean, I, I've got all the things that, that, that make a person happy. Right. I mean, are some atheists unhappy? Sure. But there's a lot of Christians are unhappy, too. This this whole idea that that you're happier just because you're a Christian, I think is a fallacious argument. I think that I I, I think that they have more options for community or at least used to. But, man, I have so many options for community now as an atheist. I don't think I've actually ever mentioned this on the podcast, but. Um, I remember more or less when I, uh, I guess I must become an atheist and it was because I was suffering huge bouts of depression and I kind of was probably a bit suicidal at the time even. And I came to the weird conclusion that, Hey, if, if I'm going to pull myself together, I have to believe in myself. I have to, you know, find the stuff in life worth living for. Um, and it was a big realization that, that there's, you know, no higher power is going to pull me through this and get my life together. Sure. So, yeah, actually, for me, it was freeing too. I mean, the, not having to worry about you know, you know Jesus watching me masturbate anymore it was very freeing. <laughs> like uh, yeah. here is here is the on one thing. Here, here is the one overarching thing about uh, about this article, though. When you have to try to convince somebody that something is cooler than something else, something is uh, uncool or cool, uh, you're if you it have to convince somebody start. that something is cool, it's not cool. <laughs> that <Yeah>. is so <laughs> true. <laughs> You've lost right from the start. No, well, yeah. No, and, and I think in general, our main philosophy has always been, you know, on this podcast at least, be yourself and go with what you need to do. And that's what's cool. We don't care one way or the other. Just don't be an ass about it. Right, but here's the thing is that exactly. even, even if every single one of these facts was true, and let's grant them, let's say they're all true, it doesn't make any of them correct. Right. It doesn't right. It, or it doesn't make uh, I should say that well, I already granted they're true. It doesn't make Christianity correct. Right. It still it still means you're that you're potentially believing a falsehood that, that you're that you're not going to examine, because if you do examine it, all of a sudden you're not cool anymore. Right. The, the, Although the I mean, article wasn't about whether whether Christianity was correct. It's about whether Christianity was cool. So we can give him that. OK. That, OK. <laughs> well, I don't give him that because of the factor that uh, in Christianity, you're not supposed to be treating others in a, well, you're not the same as me, so nah, type of attitude. Uh, the attitude is supposed to be treating others as you would have them treating you. Well, that's what a lot of people say, but it's not really the truth. Christianity is all about treating other people as nah. Well, pretty much so in many cases, yes. Well, then I'm going to say he's not a real Christian, and I'm going to be the arbiter of that from now on. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> but I'm not Christian, I'm not atheist, so no big deal either way. Fair enough. I am what I am. And that's all what I am. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Is there anything else? Like we're good. Say goodnight, everybody. Goodnight, everybody. And that is another one in the can. If you've made it this far, that's an hour of your time, you're never getting back. But the amateur skeptics appreciate you giving that hour to us. If you'd like to tell us how you felt about spending that hour with us, let us know at WTF at AmateurSkeptics.com. The Amateur Skeptics Podcast is distributed under a Creative Commons Sharealike No Derivatives 3.5 license. Intro music by Peter Kennel. Find more of Peter's music at SoundCloud.com forward slash P-K-A-N-O-L. Exit music by OFM. Find more of their music at myspace.com forward slash OFMHQ. Artwork for the Amateur Skeptics by Sean Smith Ford. Copyright Shadow Knight Digital Portraiture.